Now, if there's one thing you should know about me, it's that usually whenever there's an opportunity to jump on the Kardashians and criticize them, I'm all for it. Yeah. AJ and McCall on VFX. However, I have been known every once in a while to tell the internet, slow your roll. Yeah. So here's what the internet's upset about this morning. AJ and McCall on VFX. Khloe Kardashian decided to prank Courtney, the two lesser known of the sisters. Right. So what she decided to do was TP her house during a toilet paper shortage. <sighs> so now the internet is all upset about it. See, but here's the thing. Is this something that was done right now or is this something that was done nine months ago when Keeping Up With The Kardashians was filmed? Because I think that it must have just come out in the most recent Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Because I don't think even them, even them being themselves would be that tone deaf. Because I have a feeling that it had to have been done, like, not last week. Uh, It was posted on our Instagram, so that's what people are based on. So it could be possible it's the case. My favorite comment is... uh my favorite comment is they Twitter then started or uh, social media started speculating as to how Courtney would get revenge. She said, "Oh, she's just gonna fill Chloe's swimming pool with hand sanitizer." Bless. No, I really like as much as people want to criticize the Kardashians for everything going on. I'm going to assume that it had to have been from the Keeping Up with the Kardashians episode that was probably filmed like six months ago, because they do a really good job of filming things in advance. And then staging them because, bless Chris Jenner, the devil works hard. Chris Jenner works harder. They uh, plan. They plan put it things on her out. Instagram story. See, and that's the thing. Like they plan things out so far in advance, though. Like Travis Scott and and Kylie were hanging out together when the episode was going to be coming out of them, like still dating. A couple of weeks ago, and then that's when Courtney's son Mason. Disick ended up going up on Instagram and was like, they're not actually dating, okay? These guys are trying to stage it so it looks like they are. And then his mom deleted his Instagram account. Which he really shouldn't have had to begin with, if I'm being honest. Right, he's like 10. Yeah. Hello? Now, uh, probably, yes, that is a potential valid excuse. I like to be upset with the internet. Because okay. there's definitely times that they have absolutely... Been in the wrong and insensitive. Don't forget when, uh, what, what, what was she trying to, what was it that Kim was trying to trademark? Was kimono. It, yeah. It was her kimono. That. Yep. And she, oh, I didn't know. Re- really? Really? You're involved in fashion a little bit. You never heard that word before. Get I don't know out of what here. a kimono Get is. Get out of here. Yep. We'll find out. But yes, I think they, they have realized a long time ago. I think there's people that are blind followers of them, but more often than not, I think people react off of hate for them and, in this day and age, publicity is publicity. Good, 100%. bad. More often than not, it's just attention, and yep. it works. Yep. If it is true that they did it this weekend, though. I'd be mad. Yeah. yeah. If it's Come if on. it's true that it happened this weekend, I will be furious. D-bag move. But, but, Switch. I'm going to maybe cling to a little naivety, if we will. <laughs> Switching gears. Slightly? Sort of. Okay. Because we're not going to talk about celebrities. We're going to outer space. But we're <gasps> still talking about the bathroom, sort of. Oh. Because McCall's uh, boyfriend, Dustin, of course, is an engineer. Yeah. I, I ain't saying he's going to go to space anytime soon. No, he's not. But I happen to stumble across something in civil engineering in space oh. he would find super useful. Oh. Switching gears from the okay. TPing that the, the Kardashians did. Right, right, right. Apparently, 
in potential space exploration oh, and great. space construction, there's a one vital ingredient to making concrete. Huh. I Is only bring this up because it's interesting. Lunar concrete. Oh, lunar concrete. So the key for making concrete in space, specifically the moon, would you like to guess since we transitioned from TP? Toilet paper. No, urine. Hmm. Is it a bonding agent or what? Because uh... I have no idea. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, urea could make a lunar concrete mixture easier to shape before it hardens into its final form. The one That's and a half weird. liters of liquid waste a person generates each day could become a promising byproduct for ex- space exploration. Oh, good. Promising byproducts. Oh, blessings. Wow. So grateful. So <laughs> grateful for that. That's the weirdest thing That's I've ever heard in my life. to the European Space Agency. Yes, European so, Space you know, Agency just, comes through. Uh, <laughs> just pass that on to your... Uh, <laughs> yes. It's the European Space Agency. They were very, very into... Jeez, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Pete. Very into studying it. But, you know, I, I know Dustin's probably not going into space anytime no. soon, but maybe pass that along to him. Who knows? Sure. Could, could come up in an interview, maybe get him a space job. I don't think he wants a space job. I don't think so Thanks either. So. But, you know, just in case the opportunity comes up, you, you've got to have the space knowledge to make space concrete. Space concrete! <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> could you imagine that? No. Like, hey, Jimmy, like, we're going to finish up this concrete. You want to... You, you know, want to top like, it off, gonna, please? Yeah, Thanks. We're going to step out for a second. You want to do your... <laughs> That's the weirdest thing uh, I've ever heard. I hope, I hope they have gloves. I hope they yeah. have gloves and make it space concrete. Yeah. Okay. Especially right now. Shifting Whoa. gear slightly Kay. yet again. To make you go, number one, of course, you're going to have to drink liquid. And that's what we, for the debate at 8 on Friday, tried to figure out. I understand that like there's love for soda, but something about fountain sodas just hits different, apparently. Yep. Now... Inadvertently, we kind of wandered into this yesterday a little when bit. we were helping out our customer uh, service peeps. Yeah. Because I don't know what it is. AJ McCall at VFX, but I don't know. I don't necessarily feel like having to wander in and get your fountain soda is essential when it's in available in bottles and cans and you can get it at the store and you can take it home and right. you can put it in ice and mix it with that and freeze it like this or do whatever you want with it. Right. But people still got to go get it. Right. And I, it'd be ignorant of us, McCall, not to acknowledge this is a thing, right? 100%. At least a little bit. Oh, 100%. Now, we'll look at the poll of the day just to see how much of a thing it is. But I figured there's never been a topic that I have a family member more qualified for than fountain drinks. Okay. So first, I'm going to let my dad weigh in here. Yes! Tell us why, uh, Bring it what up. the preference is and why, and then we'll get to this. But dad, what, explain. I prefer fountain drinks just because at the time you mix the syrup with the water and the carbonation, it's fresh. You can see the fizz. You get the ice with it in a cup, and it just you get that whatever size you want, and it's just the only way to go about drinking a, a soda is with a fountain soda. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks, Dad. Now, I can get with this. I thought we were united on this one. Uh, look, it, it's not... it. If I'm going to get a soda, I'm going to get a fountain soda because I like getting the ice because I more so get ice and then some soda on top. Oh, we'll get the strange addiction. However, however, that being said, there are some fountain sodas that are not like others. Okay. For some reason, McDonald's Coke is so oh, good. Oh my gosh. See, that's why my dad is qualified to weigh on the subject because mm-hmm. like 
We go anywhere. My family's right. together. We're going to drive to a graduation movie. We're going anywhere. We're stopping at McDonald's. He's getting his Coke. And then we're going to go accomplish whatever we have to set out to do. See, and it's not like, like, I don't, I don't. Heck, even though I'm away from home, half the time he calls me, he's going to McDonald's to get a Coke. See, I don't like Coke, but like I can acknowledge for some reason, like McDonald's Sprite like hits differently. So good. I don't know what kind of fizzle fazzle they put in there, but dang, dang, son, it's good. Like they have no right to be so spicy. Okay. But honestly, honestly, fountain sodas are usually my preferred method of drinking of the soda variety. I thought we were going to be united on this. I thought we were going to have some fun. No, I'm Making fun still. of fountain sodas. But no, no, no. You're I'm like, going to make fun of fountain sodas all the time because I'm ridiculous. That's just how it is, okay? I can acknowledge my faults, which is that I'm a ridiculous human being. Thank you. Why is it <laughs> that the fountain sodas are just love? Because Palmer Home Furnishing Poll today, are fountain sodas the best way to drink a soda, McCall? 77% of people, they didn't just say yes. They said, OMG, oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, three-fourths of people said that's the way to go. It is. It is. Why? I don't know. Three things. On that same poll of the day, the vast majority of answers when asked, why is that the best way, said it just is. Two, I talked to my dad this weekend twice on the phone one of those times, he was going through McDonald's drive through to get a fountain soda. And three, I don't care how good the fountain soda is. I'm sure right now they're not open, maybe. But when you're in a gas station, you know what else is in there that you normally don't have access to? Because fountain soda or not, you have access to soda a lot of other places. You don't know have access to a lot of times in a lot of other places? Huh. Slurpees. Slurpees are in gas stations. I mean, Slurpees are good, too. Way better. And for you, ma'am, where what? your addiction is ice, it's a combination of both. It's soda and ice. Yeah, but I like together. but I don't like the crushed together part. I like to do the crushing myself. I like hand crushed ice in my face. Takes a mouthful Thank of, you. Of, of ice, chews it up, then soda, swishes it around. Homemade slurpee. I'm an actual I'm an actual nightmare for my ne- for my I, dentist, by the way. I, sure. I just I'm wanted sure to give you, you a heads up. I don't know what I would do like if I saw you do that. Like if we went on Whoever he's like, VFX went down to Salt Lake City for a concert. Road trip. And we hit the gas station, and you and I, you were doing that, chewing and then drinking all the same. I, don't I may do that. jump out of the van on I-15 because I'm like, I don't. I don't know what happened, but you are a lizard person. No, I don't do that. Okay, like all I all I, I like to do. Doesn't. How dare you? <laughs> all I like to do is I like to just get crunchy ice. I like like it looks like. It looks like rabbit poop ice. When they aerate the lawn, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they make those, those little, little pellets. Like, it's like little turd ice. They, yeah, like turds. I don't know how uh, to it's explain it's it. They look like turds. They look like little turd ices. Those are my favorite. <laughs> McCall cares less about the soda, more about the ice. All I'm saying yeah. is, I get it. Fountain soda hits differently. I don't, under, I don't totally understand, but I get it. I acknowledge that that's the decided factor for society. I'm just saying, fountain soda is underneath Slurpees. That's all I'm saying. Meh. Let us get the three headlines, please, on VFX. Oh, boy. Okay. This weekend was clearly busy for some. Like this guy. Never good for us. Headline number one, an angry trucker ran over his boss's Ferrari with a semi-truck after he stopped paying them. (laughs) Headline number two. Cops caught a 
suspect because his uh, flatulence gave his spot away. <laughs> Oops, my bad. <laughs> I didn't comment, I'm just laughing. And then okay. headline number three, some guy got arrested for committing three separate crimes in the same day. One of which included killing someone. So, jeez, yeah. I was just gonna say, like, okay, what what kind of crimes are they like? Did we're talking major crimes. We're talking drugs. Ooh. We're talking hit and run. We're also talking uh, grand theft. I was gonna like the first guy. Haven't we all? Haven't like, we all? It's like Florida or not bingo. He's like, okay, what can I do? The second guy. Ding ding ding. I think cool. we all know someone. The third guy. Whoo, dang. Whoo, dang. Okay. Why so giggly, McCall? I just exist, and it's funny, so. Okay. AJ McCall on VFX. Fresh week, new gift card to get qualified for. My brain is fried. Not a great sign. Lindsay, are you ready? Yes. Okay, three full stories, please, McCall. Perfect. So we got story number one. An angry truck driver drove over his boss's Ferrari. I mean, have we all been there? I mean, Ferrari kind of gives a pause, but uh, have we all been there? No. Now, this car is worth two hundred to $280,000, and he drove over it because his boss said he wouldn't pay him, but he still needed to drive. Yeah, I'd be a tad bit upset. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you shouldn't ever, like... Do this, but, like, I think he was justified. There's story one. <laughs> then we got story Oops. number two. Cops caught a suspect who'd run into the woods on Thursday. And he ran into the woods and he hid, but they heard the bush move, and then they heard a thought escape, and boom. His spot was given away. Just <laughs> like that. I don't think this guy can ever live this down. No. He could just hold it in. No, clearly he could not just hold it in. So there's story number two. <laughs> could you imagine that police report? Right, right. And then we got story number three. Some guy really got his money worth when he got arrested because he first got pulled over by the co- by the police who found drugs and a gun in his car. Then they noticed, hey, this guy's got a little bit of front end damage to his vehicle. And they said, oh, you know what? There was a fatal hit and run earlier today. And this guy caused it. So now he is facing, get this, 12 drug, firearm, grand theft, deadly hit and run, and burglary related charges. All from one day, which is a lot. Dude's going to go in the, the jail hall of fame. The jail hall of fame. Anyway, wow. there you go. Three crazy stories. Number three. Yeah, that's insane. I mean, the uh, the first one, we all been there. So I think we can we can let that guy go. The second yeah. one is stupid, but, you know, anywhere, I think. So I'm with uh-huh. you. To go with the hall of famer here. Yeah. We're going with the overachiever, McCall. Is it story number three? It is. Congratulations, <laughs> Lindsay. We've got you qualified for a Westside Coffee gift certificate. Hang on the line for just a second. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Okay. You know, I, <laughs> I once had a little sibling. I'm going to say which one because I'm the oldest of four. Once I had a little sibling when they were a kid playing hide and seek. Mm-hmm. Found them the exact same way. Story number two. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then, because they were little, they were very mad that they got found. Uh-huh. And so they said, well, how did you not expect us to find us? You're making noises like that behind the curtain. And they said, oh, it wasn't me. It was a family of ducks. A family of ducks. Story number two. The guy got busted because he farted in the woods and the cops heard it. Yep. So if you feel so inclined, use a family of ducks. Yeah. You're welcome. Family, family of ducks. So McCall's got a big announcement to make. We, yeah, we I both do. do, but McCall's way more excited about like the bigger part of it. I'm so hyped. While we do something like, good for so, the community. So excited. But before we get there, 
why I agree to this insanity. It's a new game I'd like to call that's brought to you by Quarantine. It's a form of roulette, not Facebook roulette, which I tried to say like five minutes ago, but it's way more dangerous. Quarantine has brought on a new game that I would suggest you don't play unless you're interested in the highest, highest of stakes. (laughs) Shane McCloud, VFX. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited. You know how in quarantine, like time doesn't exist? Right. It's the umpteenth day of the umpteenth month and umpteenth. Nobody knows. Right. So, when we were working from home, so this is the start of the second week we're back in the studio, but for a little over a month, mm-hmm. AJ McCall show, right, working from home, mm-hmm. things were a little, little easier. Yeah. And so, for some reason, somebody suggested anxiety, stress, I don't know, sleep schedule totally got just completely destroyed. Right. Because it was such a small amount of responsibilities that had been shrunk down to just working from home. Right. Last week, not as bad. But my new game that I've discovered in quarantine is sleep schedule roulette. I don't like this. When I I roll in at six o'clock, did I just get up or have I not gone to bed yet? I have no idea. And that is why I agreed to the big announcement that's coming up from McCall here in just a little bit. It's for both of us. Really is for both of us. But McCall's way more excited about one crucial part of this announcement Mm -hmm. than I am. Mm Mm-hmm. Play only at your own risk. I, I've heard of nap roulette, and that's a fun game. That's 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 beginner work. Sleep schedule roulette. Who knows? You and the sun. Yeah. Not sure what your relationship is on any given day. Before we get to the big announcement, we have, of course, two new nominees mm-hmm. for this week's most coveted title of most annoying parking spot in the valley. Parknarks. Another week. Another set of people going for the coveted title of owning the most annoying parking spot in the Valley. It's, I mean. It's a coveted title. I mean, really. High up there. Hold your head up high. AJ McCall decided, well, thanks to a popular vote, that you needed to be shamed the most because of how bad you parked. The actually worst parking spot. And again, typical AJ McCall show motto on VFX is stitches get snitches, but Excuse yeah, me. stitches get snitches. Hold your sleep, uh-huh. sleep schedule roulette. My brain's fried. Uh-huh. Uh, snitches get stitches. <laughs> but in the case of Parknarks, it's the only one because, Frank, this is just, this is our good deed. Yeah. Good deed number one of two today, as you'll, about, you'll find out in a little yeah. bit. Just so, trying to clean up the valley's parking one, two, technically bad parking spots at a time. We can only hope. That's what we're here for. Nominee number one this week, and that is how you double park perfectly. Killed it. So, so like, good. in Utah, do you guys, like, not color in elementary school? Do you guys, like, skip that no, no, step? No, 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 no. Like, no. did that go out the window with cursive? No. no. We we did. People just, you know, avoid doing the parking in the lines thing. I'd like to think in quarantine, coloring might have made a little bit of a comeback because you all that extra time on your hands. Right. So that should make everyone better parkers. No. Right? Negative. <sighs> Apparently not. Nominee number two. Oh, cute. They're kissing. Fun fact. This is Demi Lovato's car and her boyfriend. Aww. I'm just kidding. Max Eric, how cute. I, uh, now McCall, normally, most of these nominees, I'd be pretty upset if I rolled up on them, you know, taking, hogging up spots, parking incorrectly, having their butt end out in the lane. I don't know how I'd react if this, it's because it's the car on the right that has crossed over the line, as you can see in the back of the picture, Mm -hmm. but it's crossed over its parking spot and it's like nose to nose. They're literally touching. Oh, I'd be so mad. Literally touching. Especially because I'm not sure what the make of the car left it, but it looks like a newer car. Looks like a Dodge. 
Yeah. But it, oh man, I'd be so mad. Mm. Vote. Utah's VFX, all social media. Which parking spot annoys you the most? Friday. We will find out. Tally up the votes. Winner gets a gift card from Apple Spice. Submit your park narc photos. Really easy. Utah's VFX, all social media. Right now. So you've heard a couple times this morning. If you saw on our uh, social media this weekend, big announcement yep. coming up. Chance to do good for charity, a chance to make something happen you really wanted to see, according uh, to all the comments uh-huh. sometime last week. Uh huh. And you know what? Three birds with one stone, because it's really going to annoy me as much as well. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Next time, I'll let McCall make the announcement. Yay. AJ McCall at VFX. I just want to say real quick, next time someone thinks about sending an angry email, like, I don't know, how I criticized a bunch of people about their love for Star Wars, despite the fact I was in China that week. Next time someone decides to send one of those emails, just remember this moment, the sacrifice oh, for gosh. community benefit. Oh, gosh, AJ. You're going to be okay. Make your announcement. For heaven's sake. Make your announcement. Okay. We're going to do something really cool. This week... We're going to try and raise some money for the Cash Community Food Pantry. Yes. Now, obviously, Cash Community Food Pantry has been affected by COVID-19. Um, everybody is in need of food right now. Big time. And with that being said, we want to do something good. We want to be able to, to donate and give back. And I thought that it would be kind of fun because I told AJ, I said, hey, if we raise $1,000 for the Cash Community Food Pantry, will you get a mullet? And he said, fine. So here we are. Here we stand, and we really want to raise $1,000 by Friday, and if we do, on air, live, AJ's going to get his hair cut into a mullet. Two things. One, if you haven't seen videos recently, we haven't done a ton of them, but McCall no. can attest, this will be an impressive mullet. The hair is long over it's, here. It is long. It will be a hair. very, very, very impressive mullet. Two, to show commitment... Hairdresser's already set up. McCall's yep. personal stylist, Natasha, is ready. We have time picked out Friday Yep. if we hit the goal. Yep. So all we need is help from you. Because really, this, this is going directly to the Cash Community Food Pantry. And the way that we got it set up with Facebook is that the, the money goes directly to the Cash Community Food Pantry. So we don't touch it. I don't I don't want to touch I don't want to be in charge of nope. any of the no, money, no, no. okay? All for charity. So, we'll get it all set up and post it on our Facebook page so you can go on and you can donate. And if we hit the $1000 by Friday, AJ's going to keep a mullet for a week. A week. A week. So, the following Friday. Woo! So excited. <laughs> Personal sacrifice over here. It's mullet time. So, up on Facebook here shortly, McCall will have the uh the post up. If you want to donate, spread the word, share the post. We get to go $1,000 by Friday. Mullet for me for a week. <laughs> All the money going to the Catch Me Food Pantry. We're not keeping any of it. It's going to go directly to them. So three birds. One, help out. Two, get to see something. Based on the comments we saw this week, everyone said, yeah, get a mullet. Get a mullet. I don't know why people hate me, but that was a decision. And then three, it's going to be something I hate. So for an entire week, I'm going to hate it. Oh, sorry. Four, real fast. It's going to be uh, so impressive, though, I AJ. Don't, I don't remember that I said this on air. But Ashley told me after we did that, I think it was a poll of the day, uh-huh. that if I get one, we're going to break up. I hadn't told her we're doing this yet. You still haven't told her? Well, I, I figured we'd get the poll underway and then and then people would donate some money and they'd be like, well, it's for cha- I, I mean, what do you want me to do? I'm trying to help out. You've omitted some truth? No, I just, it's, I haven't admitted it. I just haven't gotten to it yet. It's on the to-do list. 
I figured oh. once some money had rolled in, oh. what are we going to do? I can't stop. It's for charity. Well. No good girlfriend in her right mind is like, no, you can't help charity. So if nobody could just tell her for a little bit, that would be great. Oh, boy. Either that or just make a quick donation and then I can break the ice. Oh, boy. Okay. Again, head over to our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. You can like it while you're there for your chance to win you prizes should. like Serenoni blankets because we give them away. But also donate to the Cash Community Food Pantry so AJ can get a mullet. <laughs> Hashtag mullet Monday. Hashtag mullet for charity. Speaking of money, McCall, uh, in the age of quarantine, Society needs one of your special lectures. One of your lectures for personal experience. Okay. Society needs one of McCall's special talking twos. AJ McCall on VFX. Yeah. Now, I don't know that this would necessarily surprise you. Let me clarify again, since I'm trying to sway off all angry potential future emails we could get. No one is saying that you should. No. This is but it's what been has ugh, what has what been, been has what been what been has been reported. Me. <laughs> People are making more impulse buys to deal with the pandemic, McCall. Uh-oh. Don't worry. It doesn't solve your problems. <laughs> <laughs> Buying more things doesn't solve your problem. <laughs> I'll speak from personal experience. Hi, my name's McCall Taylor and I used to be an impulse shopper. <laughs> <laughs> that's Here's the best te- start to your TED talk ever. Thank you. Here's my testimonial. Don't. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. The debt in your wallet ain't worth f- trying to fill the hole in your heart. Hard same, bro. Now, here's a number I want you to... Even now, I know you got more fiscal responsibility now, but this number to me seems a little high. Okay. And I know I'm kind of cheap, so that would be why, but... <laughs> Apparently, Uh (laughs) in January, the average person was spending $155 a month on impulse buys. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Wow. I know. I've never done that. You're clearing the bar, setting world records. I got it way back in the day. (laughs) Now that you're in a more fiscally responsible mindset, doesn't $155 sound high? No. No. (laughs) That's $1,500 a year. It's over $1,500 a year on impulse buys. Yeah. Jeez, I don't know what I, you I guys are broke. I don't know what I'm supposed to say here, okay? Like, oh, wow, <laughs> I'm appalled that people are... Wow, yeah. What? I would spend $150 what? in one sitting if I could, okay? Like, McCall, you want to go to Ulta? Yup. I'm going to buy three <laughs> things. Thanks. Bye. 155 155 <laughs> Boom. Just like that. Okay, well, I'm just going to... I'm going to take that as a good sign that I'm not so... I'm not like, well, you know, that's actually not that bad. I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. So, again, it's not going to fill that hole in your heart. No. Okay, how about, a, how about a good change during quarantine? Okay. Impulse shopping being up, not a great change. There is a good change and even more serious, to finances are important, equal footing. It's about dating. Mm, dating. I'm sure you'll have some thoughts on this because I think you're a little snarky about dating. But, 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 but. What? By the way, that's going to be, the, that's the theme song. The Why? Mullet Monday, the Mullet for Charity. Just another Mullet Monday. <laughs> Wish it was Somebody get Weird Al on the phone. AJ recalled VFX. Like, if if this happens, we're already $25 to there. 2000 really? yeah. We already had one donation. So if you missed the announcement, if we raise $1,000 for the Cash Community Food Pantry, that's where all the money's going, I'll get my hair cut Friday, yep. live on air. Yep. But while it's happening, I'm just going to be listening to Trevor Daniels Falling is what I'm going to hear as my hair slowly falls. I don't know what he says. 
Yeah, he sings it in that exact tone. Could you imagine? He worked so hard to get his video on TikTok and it blow up to get out of the station. And then for someone like you to go, It's not my fault that that's what it sounds like. Yeah, you know all the words to Doja Cat, but man, Trevor Daniel, you got nothing. Look, Doja Cat's not a SoundCloud rapper. Okay? Like. Wow, shots fired. Sorry. Okay. So, to the point that we're talking about, so we found out. People, more impulse buying. And before we get an angry Facebook message, which has happened before, we're not encouraging that, but no. it's happening. We're calling fact a very buy. stimulating TED Talk, I thought, trying to convince people otherwise. Yeah, I tried. Something else that's changing in the age of quarantine is dating. This is for the good, though. <laughs> oh. 40% of men have said that the pandemic has made them want to start taking dating more seriously. That's stupid. <laughs> Why is that stupid? I don't know why a pandemic's going to make you be like, you know what? This really because is showing me the things in life that need to change. Are you reading what? books? Because are McCall, you reading self-helpery books? Because McCall, they're so ronery. Whatever. I'm so ronery. You know, it's really sad in this day and age that it takes a pandemic for you to be locked in your house by yourself with yourself that you're like, oh, wow, you know what? There are some real internal issues here that I need to fix. Hey, I'm not saying that's I'm not saying that that's not the case. I agree. Yeah. But we just gave advice to a listener. Was it last week? Last week. Yeah, last week. Yep. They was told, you remind me of my dead ex-wife. And she she told us. She made it very clear. Yep. Dating's not fun right now. No. It's a crapshoot. Correct. So I agree. It's pathetic. But also, wouldn't it kind of be the exact same thing <laughs> if like we went through a pandemic and dating kind of didn't evolve at least a little bit? Yeah. Be like, wow, you really are so heartless. Aw, Kanye. Old Kanye, good Kanye. Old Ye. Oh. Also, just a side note. I'm listening. I vote we call it the poop shoot. What? Instead of the crap shoot, because you said crap shoot. Fine, like whatever. <laughs> Passed. I, I'm going to have to remind me a couple more times, but yeah, okay, that was crucial to get done, I guess. Jesus. 40% of men. Here, here's what I want to know, ladies. Utah's VFX, all social media messages, keep it anonymous. 68255, yep. start your text with VFX. Yep. <laughs> Do you believe this survey? Have you experienced this survey? Are men taking dating more seriously? I realize, fellas, I'm one of those things. A man. But if the ladies say no, well, that's how we're perceived. And sometimes perception is reality, McCall. Yep. <sighs> I am so glad that I trust the woman that is probably in all likelihood, I think we're going to hit our goal, but probably going to cut my hair on Friday. Yeah. But is that the most important person to find? I don't know. Look, trusting people is a skill that people learn over time and then either get really good at it, really bad at it, or people make them really good at it, really bad at it, because, you know, they're D-bags. Correct. AJ McCall at VFX. Now... Not as serious as, you know, trusting another being with your heart or your life, most cases. Right. But Some cases, though. Let's acknowledge that all human beings are picky at least a little bit. <laughs> what? A list was put together what? of the hardest business people to find the one for, the person Ooh. you go to, the person you trust. Okay. And let me tell you, if we hit this $1,000 goal for the Cash Community Food Pantry by Friday and I get a mullet, I'm so glad that the... McCall's personal stylist I've worked with before, and I trust her uh-huh. because me and hairdressers are... Ugh. AJ has a really hard time with them. I do. Not hairdressers specifically, just finding a good one. I'm physically violent. I'm I joking. hate I hate I'm them, he absolutely says. absolutely kidding. 
Though, fun fact. Uh-oh. So one <laughs> really time, scared. one time in high school, because my mom is, uh, whatever. So my hair I, got long like this. Right. And it was like one of the few things I felt like I could control in high school. So that's what I would do. I'd grow it out as long as possible. And then my parents would get mad. So my mom made me get a haircut. And I was unhappy. So the right. entire time I sat pouting. I didn't say anything. I was upset the entire Good time. Good job, AJ. So the hairdresser cried and went home. <sighs> Looking back on it, I feel bad a little bit. You should feel bad. But I'm also like, okay, like how? I'm a kid. Come on. I'm just a kid. Like, I wasn't mad at you. But you were. I'm Not so much. People I was mad know. at the person who made me do it. Look, AJ, people don't know how to take your emotions. Okay. This, again, this was in high school. Still. I feel only. I don't think you I manage your only, emotions well in high school. Probably not. I feel only a little bit bad. Okay. She shouldn't have taken it that hard. I was mad at someone else. Read the room. Read Maybe the room. Maybe she tried to read the room, but she couldn't because all you did was just go. I am mad. Much, I didn't say I'm mad, but the rest of that was pretty much a spot on yep. impression. I would maintain, I think that that is probably the highest. So here's the list. Top eight. Nail technician. Yeah. Babysitter or nanny, which I can understand if you're a parent. Definitely. I don't have kids, so. Pet kennel, pet kennel or daycare. Okay. Tattoo artist. Ooh, we'll get to that. Uh-huh. I would agree. Uh-huh. Pet groomer. Okay. Dentist. Okay. Yeah. Pretty important. Doctor. Yeah. yeah. Hairdresser or barber, number one. Which That's I would number agree one. With. Yeah. I think hairdresser is okay. number one. Yeah, agreed. Mostly because you probably frequented the most. I think that's the most important person to find, business person to find, so you can trust. Mm-hmm. But we'll open it up. Sure. Six eight two five five. The number to text. Start your text with VFX four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five. It's not. <laughs> would you rather Wednesday? We're gonna put McCall in a very precocious spot here in just I a little bit. Don't like that. AJ and McCall at VFX. But the question is, who is the most important business one to find? Hairdresser, doctor, tattoo artist? Who? Lindsay, who is the most important one to find? I've got naturally curly hair, so (laughs) it would have to be my hair. Uh Uh-huh. See, I I, uh, learned that way, too, just because, like, is there anyone that's ever really sat down in a stranger's chair that's a hair? I can talk to literally anyone. Waiters, anybody else, I have no problem making small chat. For whatever reason, you put me in a haircut chair, I'm I'm silent as a ghost. Really? So's my husband. Huh. (laughs) So I'm with you. You got to find the exact right hairstyles. Plus, like, we were just talking about this the other day in the after show because producer Butter's hair is, like, half an inch long. So I was like, oh, my gosh, this is unbearable. And he was yeah. like, he knew exactly what it was, and I always forget mine. So I got to find the right person so they know exactly how I want my haircut when I go in. The two times well, a year I, I do. I, I YouTubed it since we couldn't. Oh we boy. Couldn't go to the con. Actually, did really good. Nice. Yep. And I mean, it's kind of a weird trick, but you put a scrunch, you pull all your hair up to the top of your head and to your forehead, put it in a scrunchie. And there's your first layer, and then you do another layer and do the same thing over a couple times, and it makes actual really good layers. Huh. Well, uh, I'll keep that in mind, especially since McCall's trying to get enough money raised for charity to give me a mullet. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's funny. Look, we're gonna do it. Okay. Thanks for your support, Lindsay. Yeah. I appreciate it. I, yeah. We're going to do it, okay? That's on our social media, Utah's VFX. Yeah. We've already raised $25, okay? Once we hit 1000 AJ's getting his hair shaved Halfway off, basically. There. Whoa, Bon Jovi mullet. No, it's whoa, mullet on his head. <laughs>
Okay, so I'm going to call back in a precocious spot because I'm so angry about this mullet thing for charity. So the list was put out, went through them, right? The top eight business people that it's toughest, most important to find of one. And Lindsay said hairdresser. I say hairdresser's number one. Okay. It's not even a question to me. Yeah. Same. Out of these ones, so we'll throw babysitter nanny out because you don't need one. No, no. You ain't never gotten a tattoo, so we'll toss that one out. Right. But I can see how it would be quite important. And I'm going to throw pet groomer out. So I got you down to five. I don't have a, I don't have a pet groomer. Okay. Well, I'm I throwing wash it out anyway. my dog in my shower. Here's your five. Hairdresser, doctor, dentist. Okay. Nail technician. Yep. And a pet kennel or daycare. In order, I want you to give them to me which ones are Please the most don't. important to you. Please don't make me do this. Top five. Let's hear it. Um. So I don't have a doctor. So I just like hope I don't get sick. Good plan in the age of pandemic. <laughs> I got the instant care, so I'll just go there. <laughs> you and producer Butter is going to make that it That one can be at the bottom. Okay, five. Uh, I don't get my nails done. Four. But. Uh-oh. Four and a half. No, but <laughs> when I get my nails done, it's very important. So I'm going to put that up to the top of the list. Um, hairdresser's one? number one for me. Okay, hairdresser's one. number one. I would say probably number two is like my nail tech lady. Two, okay. Uh, however, I don't have one, so I don't know where that sits. But when I get my nails done, it's important. So we have one, two, and five. <laughs> you three. said dentist. And- three is my dentist. Four is my whatever that other one is. Dog kenneler. I don't have a kenneler, and they just go over to Dustin's mom's house. <laughs> I'm glad we all have our priorities in order. Everybody said hairstylist. Yeah. In an age of pandemic, yeah. we're like, doctor, most important. Nah. It'll be fine. I told you I don't have, I, I don't know how many years it has been since I have had like a family doctor. So like when I, when I have to fill out paperwork or anything, that's like, who's your family doctor? Cause I went to Guatemala once upon a time right, I and I had this. to have my family doctor. You've mentioned it once or twice. They had to list my family doctor. They're like, who's your family doctor? And I was like, I don't know. The urgent care. If I have to go to the doctor. I go there. <laughs> Uh, Who needs to can, schedule an appointment? If I, I need it, I want it now. I'm going in. Can I put down WebMD? Well, that that flies. That cool. www.google.com. <laughs> I have a bump in my finger that I don't what? really know what it comes from. Oh, okay. So I have to chop it off now because it's going to infect my entire body. Got Most it. Imper- important person to trust. People with my hair. People with males. People with the rest of my body. A la <laughs> doctors and dentists. Look, yeah. AJ, confidence is number one. <laughs> Your health oh, follows gosh. suit. <laughs> when, oh man, so ridiculous! You right can now. never say the priorities aren't in order here. Nope. You we, treat yourself. We we are going to be talking to Lieutenant Governor Spencer yes. Cox about COVID nineteen in Utah. Ironically, I'm so enough, excited in like twenty minutes or so. Before we get there, though, we found out that fortune cookie numbers aren't necessarily as useless as they are, and I wanted to know because McCall and I both agree, lucky numbers. Yeah. Is there any other slightly titious people out there with us? Friday, we found out that a guy in North Carolina had used the numbers on the back of a fortune cookie to win $2 million. Yeah. Kind of makes you think, yeah, I know the fortunes have been kind of lazy the last couple of years, but those numbers I might peek at once in a while. Right. AJ McCall at VFX. And then McCall and I both agreed we take the fortune much more seriously if one of our lucky slash favorite numbers. Yep shows up yep if 19's on the back i'm like i this is real life okay perfect do something today to change tomorrow i'm with it love it only if 19's on the back though now i know that not everyone's superstitious and i don't know everyone believes in good luck bad luck uh-huh. but i gotta be honest i'm a little bit disappointed in the poll today why 
Well, the question was, do you have a lucky number? Okay. And only 59% of people said they do. So it's majority. It's like three-fifths. Right. But like, I just thought everyone picked out a number at some point and deemed eh. it their number, and they rolled with it. Like 41% of you are like wasting time here. I'm not saying get eh. a four-leaf cloak. No, don't eh. They need this luck. See, my lucky number is 19. Why? Because it was my jersey number in high school. Did it get me very far? No, actually. So I'm thoroughly questioning why that should be my lucky number because did I go on to play college volleyball? No, no, I did not. Well, if you wouldn't have driven straight into the back of traffic at 100 <laughs> miles an hour, you might have had a better chance of you to break both your yeah, feet. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, that being said, I don't know that I would have a lucky number if I hadn't have played like volleyball. I mean, Jersey's fair. Really? As I said, my, my two are 31 and four. 31 was my Jersey number. Four is my dad's, and it's kind of a family number. Ah. Serena's 11. Chelsea's five. Xavi's 18. That's, nice That's almost my number, but not. <laughs> you guys were almost almost number cousins. <laughs> uh-huh. So close. You guys were almost have to get together for the holidays to celebrate. I just, I feel like I thought that almost everyone had a favorite number. That was deemed like your lucky number. I'm really surprised 40% of people are like, nah, I don't take I don't take part in that voodoo and witchcraft. Get out of here. I make my own luck. I'm not going to count on a four to me be a sign. I mean, it should be. Everybody should be able to pick out look, one. Just look for the number. Here you go. Okay. Life's oh, too no. short to not look for magic in the universe. And if a number appears that happens to be lucky to you, just be like, wow, that's great. And move on. But just acknowledge the fact that something cool happened. Do you okay? think there's someone yeah. out there with an unusual lucky number? Because I feel like most of them are small, but somebody out there is like, yeah, my lucky number is 527. Probably. 9,249. That's so weird. It makes me so uncomfortable. Somebody's lucky number is probably the devil number. <laughs> that's not a good sign. Yeah, well, I mean, to each their own. The AJ and McCall show has a new, more very powerful friend. So enemies of the air beware. Oh boy. Because I don't know how happy he'll be if we say that he's our best friend now though. But it's true. What if he hates us? He, he, uh, Please don't, don't hate don't us. Put that juju out there. AJ and McCall on VFX. Very pleased to announce a very special guest. Yes. We love it when anyone calls in our show, but very, very rarely do we get someone that wields this much power. Right. AJ and McCall at VFX. So Usually the most power wielding we get is something like McCall's making a statement like, I want coffee. Somebody bring it. That's, that's as far as it gets usually. Big thanks and a big welcome to uh, Lieutenant Governor of the State of Utah, Spencer Cox. Uh, thank you for joining us this morning. And, and, Getting right into what's going on with the state and COVID-19 with uh, restrictions going down from red to orange. How has that gone in the state? Well, it's, it's been a week, and uh, so far it's actually gone really, really well. Um, Utahns have just been amazing throughout this pandemic. That, you know, there's, a, there's a reason we were one of only uh, seven states that didn't have to do a, a, a complete statewide shelter at home or shutdown, and we were one of the first five states that, that is reopening. And, and it's because of the way that people have responded, and that's certainly been the case that we, as we have moved to orange. In fact, uh, it's looking a very possible that there are areas of the state that will be able to move into the yellow phase, which is the loosening some restrictions even more and uh, and certainly cash valley is one of those places that has just been tremendous in their response what do you think the the timeline is for the state as a whole 
in terms of transitioning from orange to yellow and then yellow back to normal? Yeah, so we, we, we watch all of the numbers very closely, and the whole idea behind this plan was that there could be some geographical differences. We recognize, you know, for, for example, Summit County was one of the hardest-hit counties in the country uh, early on in this, in this virus. And, and what we've been doing over time is, is building up our testing capacity and our tracing capacity so that we could be much more surgical instead of everybody having to you know, kind of stay at home and, and change their lives in, in, in enormous ways. We want to be able to loosen things up, but still protect people and, and be safe. And so while, while we think there will be some geographical uh, abilities to move into yellow fairly soon, um, statewide, we're probably a couple weeks away from that, assuming everything uh, goes as planned. Uh, getting to green phase is a little tougher, uh, just because we, we've got to learn to live with the virus here amongst us uh, for, for the foreseeable future. Now, what, what's going to really change that is the, the ability of, to, to get treatment. And there are, some, there are some new studies coming out on treatments that, that look very, very promising. And, and of of course, the vaccine is a little further out, but those efforts are being ramped up faster than I think anybody thought uh, before. And so once we're able to lower the mortality rate and, and lower the, uh, the, the symptoms, the, the pro- people getting hospitalized, that will allow us to hit that green, green phase much quicker. What will the transition be like? Because there's been uh, reports, rumors that this could go away and then it could come back in the winter and possibly become a seasonal thing. So what is that transition going to be like for the state government? Because obviously you're trying to transition to green, but your job won't stop there. Yeah, no, it won't stop at all. Um, but but what, what, what is important is the, the way we're able to attack the virus. And, uh, and I talk a lot about testing and, and tracing. So the ability to find out who's infected and then, and then help them to quarantine so they don't infect someone else. That's, that's how we're going to be able to, uh, to live with this virus. Now, it does appear that there is some seasonality to it. And, uh, and we're, we're hopeful. And, and it looks like as, as the weather warms up that, uh, that the virus does not have the ability to transmit as well. We are expecting that there is the potential for, uh, for a resurgence in the fall. And so this is where we need people to be just extremely cautious. And all those things we've talked about for so long, they really do matter. Washing your hands often when, whenever you touch a, another surface, uh, staying you know, six feet away from people when you're in a public setting, uh, wearing masks uh, is, is really critical when you have to be in close proximity to other people. Uh, if we can do those things, then, uh, then it helps us transition back and and you know people ask me what keeps me up at night it's, it's not you know it's not the virus it's, it's what it's doing to the economy I mean both of those things matter but we're doing a good job of attacking the virus it's the people who have lost their jobs and we have to get that back and the only way to get that back is if we are all super cautious so we don't see that type of explosive growth uh, but we can still do the things that we want to do what has the communication been like between Utah and the federal government and then surrounding states because it, it's like you said that Utah is one of the few states that didn't have the, the shelter in place, one of the few states opening. So it, I feel like it's been kind of state by state case. And I think Utah is an example of that so quickly being able to kind of lessen the restrictions. What's the communication been like between federal government and then surrounding states? Yeah, we, we actually have really good communication. Um, we meet twice a week with the uh, the vice president and the president. He's on about once a week, the vice president twice a week. Um, all, almost all the governors are on those calls. And then we have uh, we have several calls. The, the National Governors Association has been a real leader in this, uh, the Governor Herbert's involved with. And, and it's just been fascinating to watch because we're a top five state for testing per capita. Uh, we're a top five state when it comes for mortality rates. Um, and and uh, we're I think we're top two for mortality rates per 
per test, uh, low mortality rates, and then uh, and then we have the most uh, tracing capacity uh, of any state in the nation. And so we, we, I bet you over the past two weeks, we've had at least 20 governors call Governor Herbert and say, hey, can we copy your plan? Can we, uh, can we borrow? How, how are you doing so much testing? What can we learn from you? And so we've been sharing our best practices with other states to help them be able to transition and get open sooner. Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox on with the AJ and McCall show talking about how Utah is not only dealing with COVID-19, but being a leader Yay, for the Utah. country in dealing with COVID-19. AJ and McCall on VFX. We got some friends in some high places, McCall. Yeah. Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox, nice enough to join us this morning, talk about how Utah has been dealing with COVID-19 and should going forward. Now, thanks again, uh, Mr. Cox, for being on with us. So with the restrictions being less, and obviously from red to orange, we're not out of the clear yet. Are you concerned that maybe people going to go too far the other way, that we've maybe just had enough of it? Boredom is setting in and people just want to get out of the house and do what they want to do. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy and it's hard for everyone. And look, I, I mean, sometimes we forget um, that it, it is a global pandemic, right? I mean, every state in the country and every nation in the world has just seen enormous economic uh, decimation. And, uh, and, and of course, we, we've seen, you know, hundreds of thousands of people, uh, millions of people being infected, um, deaths, hundreds of thousands of people have lost their lives. And, and so it, it is very serious. And, and the virus doesn't care if we're bored or if we're tired of it, right? It's just looking for a host to replicate it. Uh, but if we, if we really work together and uh, we have you know, we have a strategy, and we all execute on that strategy. We've shown that we can uh, we can lead the nation and the world in uh, in making Utah safer and getting our economy back on track. Mr. Cox, you found that to be the more challenging thing as this has gone on. I think kind of the I don't know the becoming used to it because you mentioned the not getting bored of the virus, and I, I feel like personally that's got to be one of the bigger challenges is just uh, going stir crazy, being sick of it, and just finally I think people just being like, okay, I've had enough of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's certainly a challenge, and and trust me, I understand. My you know, my wife had the flu the the beginning of March, and so she was quarantined two weeks before any of this this happened. And you know, we had two kids at home, and two that were gone, one on a mission, and one at college, and now all four kids are home. You know, it's certainly been a, a change and a hard change for all of us. I, I mean, guys, we haven't experienced anything like this in in over a hundred years. To, to to try to put that into perspective, and so we we understand, and we knew, by the way, from. Day one, the, the, this this could not continue um, it, 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 with with people staying home all the time. That's that's not possible. And so we had to figure out, okay, what what can we do to make it possible for people to get back into life, uh, but still not you know have have overwhelm our healthcare system and uh, and kill you know thousands and thousands of people. And, and we think we know we're doing everything the experts have told us. We've just done it sooner than everybody else. And uh, we we truly believe. By the way, Harvard yesterday put out a study that said there are only nine states that have enough testing capacity to really reopen and uh, and utah was was at the top of that list wow. and the, at the same time the white house put out a list of the states that are going to lead the economic recovery i think there were seven or eight states on that list and utah was on that list as well and so again if people will just take it seriously and do the small things that seem insignificant um but but they really really do matter if we can do those things then uh, we can get back to a to really close to normal, and then uh, and then once we have these treatments and vaccines in place, then then we're we're fully back, and uh, and, and we can get back to an even better normal than we were before. What would be the last thing you want to leave people with while we have you? And again, thank you for taking the time to uh, talk with us this morning. Well, I just I just want.
want to say thank you to the people of, of Utah. You know, we, um, we, we've been through hard times before. That's the story of Utah. Uh, but we, we always come out of this better. And, and, and the reason isn't because of government or that we have, you know, great leaders, although I, I, I certainly think that that helps. But it's because of, of the way we do work together, uh, the way we, we, we let our better angels take over, that we, we stop criticizing and looking for ways to help. And uh, we lead the nation in volunteerism every year. We lead the nation in charitable giving every year. And, and that's how we're going to get through this. Our neighbors who are suffering, who may have lost their jobs, we're going to reach out and we're going to help them out and we're going to get them back on their feet. At the same time, we're going to protect the most vulnerable amongst us as we move from red to orange to yellow. Those who have underlying health conditions or those over the age of 65 need to still take extra precautions uh, because they are still at a, at a higher risk than the rest of, you know, than the rest of us. And so if we can do those things together, um, we'll be looking back on this, remembering how tough this was, but also uh, celebrating how resilient we were. Yeah. Listen to the man. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you again, Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox, on with the AJ and McCall show, walking us through uh, what Utah has been doing that's made it so successful in dealing with the coronavirus yep. and what we need to do, because just because we went from red to orange doesn't mean that everything's la, 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 back to normal. So let's sum up. Put on your masks, wash your hands, don't lick people. Okay? Cool. Frankly, I think Got it. pretty that those last two pretty good advice all the time. Look, and if you feel the urge to lick a doorknob, don't. Oh, I, I don't know what else geez. needs to be said here. Big thanks again to Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox taking the time to talk to the AJ and McCall show this morning, mm-hmm. getting us what we need to know, all the information we need to keep everyone safe so we can go from orange to yellow. Yeah. Yes. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh, McCall. I got some tea for you. <gasps> Piping hot? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yes, 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 yes. I have got tea for you, McCall. Ooh, I'm excited. AJ and McCall on VFX. So a recent, or excuse me, former Disney employee former who recently recent. left gave their opinion on celebrities that they dealt <gasps> with. I saw this. It was on TikTok. It's so good. So here's some of the good. So here's I some of I feel so vindicated. And this person didn't just... Meet like they met big ones. Like right. Will Ferrell said, very cool, nice yep. guy. Yep. Also, something that I probably would have assumed. Mark Wahlberg, just as handsome in person as he is in photographs, also very nice. I can't hear that. Why can't you hear that? Because uh, I really like Mark Wahlberg. I mean, Marky I, Mark I agree. Like, All four foot two of him is awesome. I know. <laughs> they do such a good job of making him look super tall. Yeah. Like such a good job. Nicholas Cage. I know. Creepy. He looks like a vampire. He looks like he glows in the dark and he was a little weird. I knew it. I knew it. And the next one is one that I feel very vindicated in. Mariah Carey and Uh Nick Cannon. Awful. Had to deal with them both separately. She is an absolute diva. Knew that. He is an absolute diva. Knew Knew that. that. And I hope that no cast member has to deal with these monsters ever again. That's funny. It's really funny because I was watching uh, Wild and Out last night and I was like, man, you know, it's kind of funny to me that whenever Nick Cannon goes up against anybody, when they do their like old school versus new school thing, mm-hmm. Nick Cannon always is the winner. Always. It doesn't matter how good the roast from the other team was. It's like Nick Cannon's like, I got to win because it's my show. That's what he does. <laughs> like pouts about it. Oh, boy. Violin, violin. In all honesty, those opinions were not any ones that... No, uh... it seems like... That's that's the persona that they put off. Here's one for you, though, that I think will surprise you. Hot take. Jason Derulo. 
Does not know lyrics to Christmas songs. Had to write them on his hand. It was kind of embarrassing. That's kind of funny. Also, Jason Derulo's TikTok is hilarious. He's actually pretty funny on TikTok. <laughs> I'll give him credit. There's a lot of celebrities I hate, like Kevin Hart and The Rock. No, Boring. they suck. Uh, yeah, they are the worst. Their content is like, "What up? I'm a celebrity. Yeah. I got famous by doing this." I'm not big into the dancing, which is a big part of TikTok. Right. Which Jason Derulo, but he's he is funny. I. Jason Derulo is really, really funny. Credit where credit is Somebody made a whole video about how Jason Derulo is like sculpted like a god. Yeah. And he looks so good. True. But he's on TikTok and all I can see him do is like eat marshmallows and heated up Oreos. Like I don't understand. And so Jason Derulo duetted it basically to react to it eating like Oreos at that point in time. I was like, gosh. Did he grab a pepper at the end? He just grabs like a bell pepper. He's like... Just like that. Just uh, like that. Out of all these ones, the, the Nicolas Cage one is probably me. The Mariah Carey one. I make jokes about right. her all the time, and I knew that she was terrible because I've heard other stories. But right. it's just nice to see a TikToker also saying, yeah, she's terrible. Yeah. She sucks as a person. You know, she's a diva, and she <sighs> got she got where she is by putting herself first. So I guess good job for putting yourself first, but also sucks to be mean to other people. <laughs> VFX's Facebook roulette. Your chance to end up on the VFX Facebook page. It is the last thing we are sharing. So find us, AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, so we can find something to laugh at, be inspirational, whatever it is, and have it be the last thing that we think about for the show. So, McCall, what did you land on? I landed on my friend Michael's post, and he shared a tweet from Sean Lowe from like two years ago, and it says, my wife bought off-brand Pop-Tarts. Sometimes I think she acts out on purpose. Don't know why she's trying to drive me away, but I'm not going to budge. I'll love her through this. This is the raw and often ugly side of marriage people don't want to talk about. To which his his wife responded and said, they're organic for your child, you man baby. I landed on my friend David. It says the 2020 commemorative candles are out. It is a <gasps> I dumpster. I love this. On fire. Yeah, that is what you it can is. win because that one's my actual favorite. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor. Find us, at us across all social media, Utah's VFX as well. Because if you missed the announcement, chance to see the mullet. Bunch yep. of people commented, said mullet. they wanted the mullet. mullet. We raised $1,000 for a cash community food pantry by Friday. I will get it cut live on air Friday. We already have the appointment set up. Just whether everybody else holds up their end of the bargain. Yep. That's all it. That's all we need. So do it. Find us across all social media, utahsvfx.com is the music news, the blog news, the podcast, mm-hmm. all there. Monday is done. Yay! Yay, Yay Monday. Monday. <laughs> Tomorrow's a good day, because it's a feel-good Tuesday day. So until tomorrow for the AJ and McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX, 94.5 and 98.3.